This is a podcast from Rover. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. I've got a friend of the show, Ashley, on with us. Hi, Ashley. Hey, JJ. How's it going? Well, I want to talk about um, walking away with something that belonged to someone else. And um, you've got a great doggy daycare story, which just blows my mind. Tell, tell me <laughs> yeah, about it's it. pretty funny. What happened? So the other day, my husband came home after getting our dog, and he's like, you'll never guess what happened. And I was like, well, I don't know what happened. And apparently the person in front of him came to collect their dog. They brought out the dog and they went, that ate my dog. And so it turned out that sent home their dog with someone else like 45 minutes earlier. And the person left with the dog that wasn't theirs, didn't think anything of it, and just, just went home. And then they had to ring them and say, I don't think you've got your dog. It's still here. And then they just casually came back with the dog and switched them back over. That... I mean, how does that happen? <laughs> that is weird. Do you know if so the dog... How would you not know it's your dog? <laughs> I know. Maybe was it Maybe it was a dog sitter who picked up the dog or something and not the owner, maybe. No, I think it was just somebody in La La Land. That is... I just mind-blowing. Hilarious. Hilarious. So uh, do you know if the dogs were similar breeds or... Yeah, yeah, they were, they were both, I'm pretty sure, lads. Okay, but oh, maybe an easy mistake, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but the collar was wrong. Yeah. Apparently they asked the owner because she looked weird when she showed her the collar mm. and that, and was like, is this your dog? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But apparently there was hesitation. So who knows, mate? That is weird. So weird. But I, amusing. I appreciate you sharing that amusing story with us. Thanks, Ashley. Um, no trouble, James. Um, so the question is, have you walked away with something that belonged to someone else? Nathan, hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> this one's car-related. What happened? So basically I was, I was driving home one afternoon and I came around the roundabout and I saw my flatmate and I stopped and tooted. Yep. And this late, this random lady jumped into my car and said, hello, 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 boyfriend at the time. Um, let's go home. And I'm like... I'm sorry, I don't know you. Mm. I'm looking for those people there. And she goes, oh, crap, you're not my boyfriend. <laughs> You've got the same model car as mine, <laughs> as my boyfriend does. You sure it wasn't just a cheesy pickup line, Nathan? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd yeah. get a, thank yeah. you so much for that. I'd get a heart attack if someone jumped in my car, wouldn't you? Oh, okay. Um, Damon, you picked up the wrong suitcase at the airport, did you? Yeah, yeah. Are you there? Yeah. How, when did you realise? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened was um, a few years ago, I flew into Brisbane Airport, and it was late at night, I picked up my suitcase, and uh, it was probably a good hour and a half drive to, to where I started, yeah. and I said I'd go to bed, went in the, went in the room, opened up the suitcase, and <laughs> this woman's clothing in it. It took me a lot of A few seconds, I was thinking, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, Brown and a few things, and then... Uh, Turned out that I'd grabbed the identical suitcase. That mm. Someone had mine. Um, hour and a half drive back to the airport and um, swapped them around. Yeah, yeah, it happens. I, I didn't try the clothes on. So good on you, Damon. I'm sure. I believe no, you. Good. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you very much for calling. And um, oh my god. Okay, there's a couple of texts here. My, I got given the wrong baby. The nurse brought me a white girl to feed, and I said, that's not my baby. She didn't believe me. I said, my baby is a mouldy boy. <laughs> I wasn't impressed. And then there's another text that said, 
when I had my first baby, actually, is this Sandy on the phone? Can we take her? Hello, Sandy. Sandy, hi. 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 So um, what happened with you? Similar story. Um, yeah, so I had my first baby, and the girl next to me had the same last name as me, and we got on really well. We'd been mm-hmm. together for a while. Yeah. Um, and she was given the wrong baby, and her baby was brown because she's Maori and mine's white because mm-hmm. I'm a Pākehā, and I had a girl, and she had a boy, and she goes, that's not my baby. Mine's brown, and I have a boy. <laughs> that sounds like, did you hear the text I just read out? Might be from that same person. <laughs> she said she got given a white girl. <laughs> Oh, funny. <laughs> so hilarious. Well, I'm glad they sorted it out before you left the hospital anyway, Sandy. Well, yeah, no, she was supposed to, well, it was feeding time and it was mine making the noise, not her one. But we actually, we were in touch, me and that same lady. Oh, that's nice. Okay, well, that's yeah, good that you became yeah. friends from it. How cool. Yeah, yeah, awesome. we did. Okay, oh, well, thanks so much for sharing. <laughs> Right, Take care, so, bye. And just one more from a guy who said he grabbed his girlfriend's hand at the supermarket and then realised it was a little old lady. So <laughs> nearly abducted a little old lady. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Instagram. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. Have you ever, you know, you hear the saying that something fell out of the sky, but has anything actually, literally fallen out of the sky that shouldn't have been in the sky? Missy's on with us. Hello, Missy. Hi, how's it going? Good. You have the best story I've ever heard about this sort of thing. Okay. That so. was um, yeah. <laughs> okay, like no, everyone listening right now, they have no idea. Tell me the whole story. What happened? Okay, so a friend of mine, we're a little bit hung after a Saturday night session. Yep. And we decided to go for a cruise out to Sumner to find some food and chill for the afternoon. Yep. And... As we're heading in just off the wee claws way bit there, we hear a thud. I look at her, she looks at me, and we're like, what the? And straight ahead on my windscreen is the fish. As flounder has literally fallen out of the sky into the middle of the driver's windscreen. A flounder. Now, that's that's like a flat bottom fish, isn't it? Yep. And it, yep, like um, from the estuary or something. So, what? Okay, yeah. wait. So you're just driving along the road, and a fish, a big flounder, which is the size of, flip, I don't know, uh, a chopping board. Plate, yeah. yeah. No, it was a, about a bread and butter plate. So okay. It wasn't a huge one, but it was still. It looked loud enough to. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. <laughs> Give me a heart attack. Any idea yeah. where the fish came from? Um, no, no. A few people on my Facebook said yeah. that maybe a um, girl had dropped it or something, but I, yeah. I still to this day just think that maybe something good's coming my way. Missy, was the fish alive or was it kind of dead? <laughs> no, I'd say by the impact it was probably dead because it hit pretty hard. But was so, it like, was yeah, it, it was recently nice alive? Yes, yeah, it was fresh. Oh, really fresh. <laughs> yeah, it was out of it. That is out of it. What? First of all, shocking something landing on your windscreen like that, and then the the puzzle. It's like it, this is like a mystery that will never be solved because you'll never find out how it got there. No. <laughs> so we just we just uh, yeah, it, it's a funny story that we tell, right. and uh, nobody ever really believes us until they see that photo that I. sent you. Mm. Do you mind if I yeah. share that on our Facebook page? Because I think a lot of people would oh, like no. to see it. No, that's, that's all good. That's no worries. This is the JJ and Flinny catch up. Subscribe now. More FM. Hello, Aroha.
Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Now, you ran out of petrol in the most... Oh, yes, I certainly did. (laughs) I mean, we've all done it probably at some point, but it was quite embarrassing for you when it happened, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. So, busy morning. Kids had to take kids to school, and my um, daughter works night shift, but she parked the car behind me. Mm. And then I was like, oh, kids, get in the car, and I'll take you to school. Drop them off, and then I was like halfway between the... In the on the Bulls Bridge, and then I felt the um, car jump, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, what's going on?" And I looked at it, um, gauge, and it was on E, and I was like, <gasps> "And I was thinking, all I was thinking was, okay, just get home, just get home, because I normally I take my own car." Yeah. So I was like, oh. it was like a shunting man. I was like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do?" Ended up running out of petrol <laughs> on the side of the road, and I was like, "Oh, what am I going to do?" I sat there for like an hour thinking, yeah. "What am I going to do? What am I going to do?" Then I looked in the car; she had nothing in there. She had um. A sun hat and a pair of shades, and I was like, "Okay, I've got to do this. I'm just gonna, just gonna do it and jump out of the car." And what you know, were you, wait, what were you walking, wearing again? All I was wearing was my pajama PJs <laughs> and a top, so I had no shoes, no phone, couldn't get in touch with anybody, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh, oh this God. is the worst case scenario ever." Yeah, Jumped yeah. out, started walking, and there with my thumb out, and I was like, "This is." So shame. You know, I put the shades in the on so um, people wouldn't recognise me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So what happened was I ended up getting picked up. A couple of days later, my sister comes around and she was talking about what they do at work to pass by the time. She was like, oh, they just make up stories and you have to figure out if they're true or not. Yeah. And then I said to her, oh, I've got a story. Yeah. So I started telling her what happened to me. Yeah. And she was going, oh, I'm real sorry. Um... But that's so true because I, I drove past you and I thought you were taking a call. And um, she had her daughter in the back and she was like, oh, look, look, my in it's your auntie. <laughs> and she didn't even stop to help. Like, oh, my God. She didn't even stop to help. I was like, oh. So hang on. So you, so shame. Did you, get a, did you get picked up like a hitchhiking and go to the gas station or what happened there? I did, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so I ended up um, getting picked up by an awesome lady. She was yeah. just... Um, cruising to Pami and then um, she picked me up and she was like oh I had to stop for you because I felt really sorry for you I go oh because I'm not wearing any shoes <laughs> yes and I go oh so I told her the story she goes oh it happens it happens to not going really does it really not with sh- without shoes I felt really embarrassed awesome well if you can relate to that if you've ever broken down or run out of gas at a very inconvenient time or in an embarrassing situation like this, share with us. Anna, hello. Hello. Your car radiator blew up, did it? Yeah, well, a radiator and a crack in the radiator melted my engine and uh, I broke down on Auckland Southern Motorway heading to the airport. Oh, no. So you were, you were heading to the airport for a flight, so you were in a rush. Yes. I was in a rush. <laughs> I was meant to be getting on the plane in half an hour to go to Wellington and my car stopped on the Panmure off-ramp. It, was it your own car? It was my own car. Oh, my God. And so you're on the motorway, which is like, were you parked, yeah. pulled over on the motorway where you're not allowed to stop? <laughs> yes. And then I just kind of roll myself into like a ditch off an off-ramp. Oh, my God. The stress of it all. What did you end up doing? How did you just get yourself out of that situation? Uh, well, first I called my mum and cried, yeah. and then I thankfully I do have AA, so they got me a tow to have it stored for the weekend because this was like Friday afternoon, nothing yeah. was open. 
It's got you. And then I got on a later flight to Wellington because that was where my bed was for the night. Yep. <laughs> and then flew back into Auckland on the Sunday and my lovely dad drove up from Hawke's Bay to wow. bring me home wow. <laughs> for a week or two. And oh. I've had to buy a new car. This was like oh. two weeks ago. Oh, no, it's so fresh. Oh, I'm so sorry, It's Anna. so fresh. That is stressful. Do you know what, though? I mean, look, you've got to buy a new car and all that, and that's a bit of a stress, but you've got a great family, like your dad coming all that way to save you. And and being a member of AA is so handy at these times, so um, I hope it all so works handy. out. It did, thankfully, yeah. but yes. Everyone kind of laughs at me when I tell them what I did uh, on two weeks off work. Well, good luck with your new car. Thanks. All right, Anna, thanks so much for calling. Have a good weekend. So, And then this text came in from Aaron. Um, He was going for his driving test and he got asked to jump in and do the lights and all that. He went to open the door, but he'd locked his keys in the car. Obviously, I instantly failed. That's right, Aaron, not a cool thing to do when you go for your driving test. What a bummer. Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Facebook. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. Now, I want to talk about, you know, you hear stories from people sometimes and you're like, that's not true. I can't believe it. I need more details. These are the sorts of things I want to hear from you because I've got a doozy here from Donna. She had a baby, but she had no idea she was pregnant. That's outrageous. Hello, Donna. Hi. (laughs) Now, it's a couple of years ago. How old is your child now? Uh, She's Coming up five in May. Oh, my gosh. Okay, can you just tell us, like, I've heard about this happening. You know, it has made the news before that this has happened to someone, but I can't see how you can go a whole oh, nine yeah. months without knowing you're pregnant. Talk me through it. To be honest with you, it just, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that basically um, I didn't get any morning sicknesses, which is an absolute bonus, and I didn't even have a pregnant tummy. So, yeah, and she pretty much hid in there, um, Probably behind my ribs, so I didn't get any scans, nothing. Right. Did you get, like, bloated a bit or, you know, you must have thought you put no. on a bit of weight? Uh, I'm a little bit bigger anyway. Yeah. So she hid pretty, pretty well in there. Right. What about, your, what about your boobs? Because, you know, they say that your boobs get sore and bigger when you're pregnant. Did that happen? Definitely not. Okay, so yeah, you had no idea, <laughs> no idea you're pregnant, and then no idea. Now you go into labour and you don't know what that is. What? So what happens then? What? How? How did that all come um, about? I'd ha- been having, if I think about it now, the labour pains for days prior to her arrival. Yeah. But um, yeah, I sort of was actually dying. Oh, God. Not that I've ever had a dying experience, but I thought I was dying. (laughs) Right. The pain was intense, and you're like, what the hell is that? Yeah, but the start of it was kind of like my endometriosis, so I didn't really – I thought, oh, yeah, I need to go to the specialist kind of thing. But, um, yeah, the pain got quite – quite severe to the point where I felt like something was coming out. (laughs) Right, and so then what happened? (laughs) Um, Well, uh, my friend came in to check on me Mm. and pulled back the sheet and he says, you're crowning. (gasps) And there were some words that were used, I must say, some swear words, and I can't put that on here right now. Right. But um, I said, "What what did you just say? And he said it again. And I went to pull push up to 
you know. Push, yep. And she just popped out. But when all of this that was happening, my cat was actually on the bed. <laughs> he was watching the whole thing. Yeah. He, she comes out. He goes, meow. And she starts having a, <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, ah. Okay, okay, this is crazy. I just have a couple more quick questions because there's so much I need to yeah. know. First of all, was it your first child? Yes, okay. definitely. And have you had kids mm-hmm. since? No. Right, I oh, wonder. No. Not that you know of. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no, there's no bun on the oven. <laughs> Donna, that story is unbelievable but so amazing. And I know you sent me a couple of pictures of your little bubba and she was gorgeous. And I'm just like so happy that um, it all turned out well, even though it would have been a huge shock for you. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. And um, <laughs> no problem. Now is going to be uh, a good time to hear other people's stories. Hello, Gemma. Hi, how are you? All right. Now, yours is a good one because you claim to have kissed a famous <laughs> rock star. <laughs> I do. And speaking of Ed, it's not that Ed, but a different Ed, but known as Eddie Vedder, who's the frontman for Pearl Jam. Right. Tell me how this happened. my hero. Yeah. Um, so I think it's 2009 they were performing in Christchurch yeah. at um, what was Jade Stadium. And I was at the concert, and I'm quite short, so I was standing on the fence from where the sound tent was, which was kind of in the middle. Yep. And um, I could, there was like a little plank of wood, so I could kind of prop myself up and lean over the fence. And when he ran down the middle, which some people will remember that were at the concert, yep. he ran down the middle with like a Ben Harper. And yeah, he just kind of went his way around the wee sound tent, and as he came back, he kind of caught my me staring at him, oogling at him, mm-hmm. and um, just came up and gave me a massive snog. Right in front of my boyfriend and my friends that I was with. Oh, my um, And God. then ran back to the stage and played my favourite song. It was amazing. Okay, when you say snog, okay, the details. <laughs> Cheek, <laughs> lips, tongue. It was, yeah, lips. Um, there was a little bit of tongue action. It was short and sweet, but there was certainly, Ooh. I mean, I hate using the word pash, but mm. it was certainly a pash for mm. old-fashioned standards. Goodness yeah. me. <laughs> and what, what did your boyfriend, um, how did he react? Uh, he liked to pretend he was disapproving of it, um, but I think secretly thought it was quite amazing and we've been married for more than 10 years, so he wasn't that upset by it. Well, so. that's good. That's good. You know, you, you probably said your whole life, Eddie Vedder's my pass card, and you proved it. Absolutely. And you were able yep. to use him as your hall pass for that quick second, and there's a story to remember. 100%. Well, I know, yeah. I know that is a hard-to-believe story, but I believe you, and uh, that I felt like I was there, Thank actually. Thank you. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. really? I, I live it time and time again, so yeah, awesome. it was a good moment. Good on you, Gemma. What a huge story. What a dream. You have a great yeah, afternoon. Cool. You too. <laughs> See yeah. ya. Well, how about that? Tina, hello. Hello, how are you? Good. Okay, what's your story that is true but really hard to believe? I was the first licensed junior drag race in South Island when I was five years old. Oh, my gosh. Okay, your phone cut out a little bit through that. I got the five years old. Can you say it to me one more time? You were the first. Licensed junior drag racer in the South Island. Really? Yes. At five. What do you have to do to get a licence? I don't actually remember what I had to do. I think I just had to go and show up on the day and do a little bit of starting and stopping, and then away we went. <laughs> so, if you were the f- the youngest at five, like yep. what would be the next youngest? Uh, there was none, no other licensed junior drag racers in the South Island when I was racing. So, my dad used to race me in his Cortina. Oh my goodness! So, 
<laughs> you would be so you had to have a license to be in the Cortina with your dad. No, no, I have a little drag car. You what? I had my own little drag car. You had your own little drag car at five years old. I did. <laughs> Amazing. And are you are you still in the business of drag racing? No, I, I retired very young at um six years old. <laughs> Keep up to date with JJ and Flinny on Instagram. Just search JJ and Flinny. More FM. Okay, so we've got Jane on with us right now. Hello, Jane. Oh, hi, JJ. Hi. Now, this is a crazy story. You'd never think that this would ever happen, especially not to you, right? Yeah, no, that was right. <laughs> it was a bit out there. Okay, so tell me what happened when you went on a girls' weekend. Yeah, um, we were at this lovely flash motel at the Mount um, with a whole bunch of um, girlfriends for the weekend and it was Friday night as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, um, we'd just all been sitting there talking and at about 10 o'clock at night there was this knocking on the door. So we thought, oh, well, we better go and see what's going on and mm. opened it and there was like this naked girl standing there trying to sort of clutch herself so <laughs> we couldn't see too much. Oh my God! And, yeah, so we kind of quickly ran to get her a towel from the bathroom to <laughs> yeah. help cover her up and yeah. yeah, brought her in and yeah, said what had happened and yeah, she'd had this um, argument with her partner. Um, I don't quite know why she was naked at the time, but anyway, <laughs> he he decided to hiss her out of the room and lock the door and she'd been trying to get back in, but he wasn't keen on letting her back in the door. So yeah, she had to knock on our door and yeah eventually we managed to get him to open up and let her in oh. <laughs> yeah. whoa hang on but, so you got caught in the middle of the domestic as well as having to um try and cover up a naked lady yeah yeah we did i'm glad um she managed to get back inside and i hope things worked out with her partner um but wow yes what a story. well it's kind of funny the next day we were kind of like well we, we were just sort of wondering, you know, what was going on behind the door next, you know, over <laughs> yeah. the, the hallway from us and yeah. hoping it had all worked out. But, yeah, it was just so random because, yeah, that sort of thing doesn't happen very often. Thank you for sharing, Jane. That's such a great story. Really appreciate you coming on the show today. This is the JJ and Flinny Catch-Up. Subscribe now. More FM. I'm going to want your calls in a minute on when you've had to break something because it didn't turn off. Because we've got a hilarious story here from Anne who panicked when she brought a panic alarm, alarm didn't you, Anne? Yes. <laughs> okay, so yep. what, yeah, okay, so you went to buy a panic alarm. Why? First of all, yeah, why? I just yeah, I just stumbled on one at might of ten, and yep. thought I'll get that. And then a few days later, I thought I'd better open it and check it out. Yep. And the kids were home and just ripped it open, sort of cut it open, pulled it out, and it yep. went off straight away. And it was. Absolutely horrible, horrible. <laughs> was it a piercing and loud, like like a smoke alarm or worse? or Worse than a smoke alarm that you just want to throw it away. Yep. And so then I um, was running around trying to hold it to stop the sound, look for a button, pushing everything. Yeah. Then the kids came running into the room yeah. and they're like, what's going, what's going? I said, I can't turn off. And I go, oh, my God, Mum. <laughs> and so I ran into the laundry trying to hide, trying to kick the sound away, yeah. and then my daughter runs in quietly with some earmuffs, <laughs> and that just made me laugh. Yeah. And then I was trying to get the instructions from my son to, to turn it off, and he's like, I can't read, what am I reading, what am I reading? I said, just read it, just read it on the back. And he's like, don't yell at me, and I said, just read it. And he said, don't yell at me, and then it was like, so we just flagged that, and then we were sort of running around again, 
trying to stop the sound and putting pressure on it. And then Holly's like, oh, she said, like, get get the hammer, get the hammer. So, like, I said it's in the shed, and they, like, couldn't find it. And then I run and find it straight away and um, just start smashing it to pieces, and it just wouldn't stop. Oh, no! And then, yeah, and then eventually it stopped, and, and then we were like, oh, we all had a laugh, and, and then we just went off and carried on what we were doing and didn't speak, speak of it after that. Wait, how long How long do you think the alarm was going off? Oh, a few minutes. And oh. I was like, oh, my God, the poor neighbours. Yep. And yep. I actually saw the neighbours uh, leave just about the time I turned it off. And I thought, <laughs> I wonder if she's <laughs> – because it was, it was like three times as loud as a smoke alarm, I reckon. So piercing. And, see, the, and the, I haven't even bothered to buy another one yet. <laughs> that is so funny that you were panicking over the panic alarm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, you're probably not alone. You know, sometimes we get a bit frustrated or um, panicked when when things don't turn off, and I'm sure there are other people out there. What did you break because it didn't turn off? Mike's on the phone from Nelson. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Good evening, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. I've been alone without – oh, well, I've got George and Dave, but Flynn, not here to tease, so I've got no one to mock today. Some of my best behaviour. Um, but what did you break because it wouldn't turn off? I had this little Game Boy-like thing that was just like one set game and it kind of stopped working a little bit and yeah. just kept beeping and beeping and beeping and the beeping eventually got on my nerves and I just snapped the thing in half. <laughs> and that solved the problem immediately. It did, yes. Yeah. It, was a, it was a very peaceful after that. Oh, good. Quite satisfying, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I slept brilliantly and didn't even bat an eye. That's good. Thanks so much, Mike. No worries. Have a good weekend. And Elaine? What did you break? Um, I broke the workplace hairdryer when it um, sucked all my hair into it. <gasps> oh, no. And I had really long hair. Oh, no. One of you, my first jobs. How did you break it? I ended up having to call my boss to come back into work to um, smash it so they could, because I wasn't willing to cut my hair with the scissors. <laughs> oh, no. Did your hair, hair get damaged? Um, I lost... Uh, a good about four inches, but it could have been a lot worse. I could have ended up with a very short, short haircut. Yeah, that is terrifying when that happens. Was it one of those hair dryers that is, you know, attached to the wall? Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it was because um, I worked in a hotel, mm. so it was one that we had out in the, in the back room for us to use. That was all attached in, yeah. So they had a good laugh about it. Oh, that's not funny at all. That's actually <laughs> quite scary when that happens. <laughs> God. Oh, I'm glad that um, you're still okay and your hair does grow back, Elaine, so that's good, eh? It does indeed. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing. Have a good weekend. Thanks. See you later. Same time. The JJ and Flinny Catch-Up. Thanks for listening. Catch JJ and Flinny on More FM 3pm weekdays. For more, follow JJ and Flinny on Instagram and Facebook.